of the college football season. And Heisman Trophy talk is heating up. Can Caleb Williams go back to back? Or will Michael Penix remain the favorite? Let me give you my take. What's going on, listeners? Welcome back to another episode here on the Sean's Take podcast. Today, we're once again talking about college football, but more importantly, We are talking about the most prestigious award in all of college football, and that, of course, would be none other than the Heisman Trophy. So today, we're going to go through some of the Heisman Trophy odds, and I'm going to talk to you about the Heisman Trophy race as we get into the second half of the college football season. There's a lot of football left to play, but it's never too early to start taking a look at potential Heisman Trophy candidates. So we're going to start off by going through the top five Heisman Trophy candidates according to the actual odds on who is most likely to win. The number one candidate would be Michael Penix from University of Washington, their quarterback. Through five games, he has thrown for 1,999 yards, 16 touchdowns, and two interceptions. The number two candidate is going to be Caleb Williams, quarterback for USC. Through six games, he's thrown for 1,822 yards, Two touchdowns, one interception, 124 rushing yards, and six rushing touchdowns to go along with his tremendous passing stats. And of course, Caleb Williams is last year's Heisman Trophy winner. Candidate number three, third in the odds, is Bo Nix, quarterback for the University of Oregon in five games. Bo Nix has thrown for 1,459 yards, 15 touchdowns, and only one interception. And coming in at number four is Dylan Gabriel, quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners. And through six games, he has thrown for 1,878 yards, 16 touchdowns, two interceptions, and he's added along 208 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns. And your fifth candidate is Jordan Travis, quarterback for Florida State. Through five games, he has thrown for 1,198 yards, 12 touchdowns, one interception, and he's also added some rushing yards with 119 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So as you can see, that's the top five in order. There is no non-quarterback in that list. So the top non-QB is going to be Brock Bowers, the tight end for Georgia. He is the number ninth ranked guy in the Heisman Trophy watch and through six games he has 545 receiving yards and four receiving touchdowns but I will say his impact goes beyond the stats obviously as a tight end he's blocking as well but he really helped Georgia beat Auburn with an eight catch 157 yard and one touchdown performance if he doesn't have that type of game against Auburn Georgia likely loses to Auburn and their season is derailed and they may not be the number one team in the country right now if that were to happen. So Brock Bowers has had an incredible season, and I wanted to highlight it's a quarterback award. Devonta Smith was incredible for winning this award a couple years ago, but it's very, very hard for non-quarterbacks to get their name in Heisman contention, and while I don't think Brock Bowers will be a Heisman finalist, 
it is nice to see someone in the top 10 that's not a quarterback, but our top five is all QBs. And really, the one thing I'd say about this race is right now, I named out the top five. It's really a two-man race, though, between Michael Penix and Caleb Williams, Washington's quarterback and USC's quarterback. So let's break down these two candidates. I've read all the stat lines to you as I mentioned their names, but already what is so amazing about Penix is he leads all of these categories in passing yards while playing one less game than guys like Caleb Williams and Dylan Gabriel. Washington had one of those early bye weeks. So really on a six-game scale, Penix stats would look even better than what they are right now. He leads the top-ranked passing offense in the country, and he's made Washington a college football playoff contender. We knew coming in they would be one of the best offenses in all of college football, but I think this team has outperformed expectations already, and it's been very exciting to watch Washington play games this year. Caleb Williams, on the other hand, has been nothing short of amazing, just like he was last year when he won the Heisman Trophy. While his yards are a little less than Penix, he does lead the nation in touchdown passes, and USC's offense with him at the helm looks effortless. I think it's a great way to describe USC. It looks very effortless when Caleb Williams and his offense is clicking. They did have that scare against Arizona, but they handled it. They're still undefeated. They're a top 10 team in the country and the offense has looked incredible. USC is first in points per game, and that's obviously a direct correlation to how dominant Williams has been. His six rushing touchdowns too, I might add, are a major boost for his Heisman candidacy. I will say the one thing about Caleb Williams is he's hurt himself by winning this award last year. It's crazy to say that, but he hurt himself by winning this last year. The committee doesn't particularly like back-to-back Heismans, So for Williams to win it, he has to be significantly better than what he was last season. The reason I say that is there's only been one instance in history where we've had a back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner, and a quarterback has never gone back-to-back. So we've seen some potential. We thought Johnny Manziel or Lamar Jackson could be the ones to do it. Ultimately, though, if you don't really exceed your season before, it's very hard to win the award. The committee doesn't like giving this back-to-back award. They want the transparency and kind of a revolving door for who's going to win the Heisman. So Caleb Williams has the chance to make history, but it's very hard for him because he needs to go above and beyond the Heisman season he had last year. If he has identical stat lines, he may still be the best player in college football, but he's not going to win the award for that. Luckily for his case, though, he's already on pace to be ahead of his numbers last year, which is pretty incredible, speaking that he won the Heisman Trophy last year. So I want to go back to how much he needs to exceed his numbers from last year, because if it came down to a good Caleb Williams season with comparable numbers to last year and a Michael Penix season that is around the same numbers from Williams, nothing, let's say Penix may have three, 400 more yards. Caleb Williams has two to three more touchdown passes. The Heisman will go to Penix to give it to somebody else. So while Williams and Penix are the two front runners, There is a lot of moving pieces still. As I mentioned, we're still very early in the college football season. We're only getting into conference play right now. And there's a lot of good conference games, especially for these two quarterbacks who are in the Pac-12, who are going to play each other this year and are going to play some other good teams. So while they're the front runners right now, and according to the odds put out by Vegas, Michael Penix is the favored at plus 200 odds, Caleb Williams is second at plus 220 odds. Then it drops down. I'm going to go through the top five. Bo Nix at number three is plus 600 odds. 
Dylan Gabriel is plus 1,200 odds. Jordan Travis is plus 1,600 odds. And then if we wanted to look at Brock Bowers at number nine, he's plus 3,500 odds. So it's a very clear number one and number two battle right now between Michael Penix Jr. and Caleb Williams. And like I said, there's still a lot of football left to be played, but Vegas is saying this is a two-man race. Now, I think there is one name who has a legitimate shot at overtaking these two quarterbacks. And I think this for a couple of reasons. Reason number one being his numbers are incredible. To win the Heisman, you're not going to get there without incredible numbers, and he has incredible numbers already. And reason number two being the remaining schedule for all three of these teams, the player I've yet to name, and then Washington and USC, are all very different. But the one I haven't named yet has a different pathway than what Washington and USC have. So we're going to head to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, find out who this name is that can rival Caleb Williams and Michael Penix for the Heisman Trophy this year. composer Dunn Pearson, and I want you to visit WBRFRadio.com to make a donation. Your gift, no matter the amount, will help veterans reset fellowship. So join me by becoming a monthly subscriber at WBRFRadio.com. God bless Consultation call 302-751-3274 or prnstaffers.com. You're listening to Well, we are back, and I left off saying there is one candidate who I think can dethrone Caleb Williams and Michael Penix for the Heisman Trophy, and that would be none other than Oklahoma's Dylan Gabriel. Being listed at plus 1,200 odds isn't exactly favorable for Dylan Gabriel, but We need to remember, like I said, we have a lot of football left to play. It is only week seven right now, and there's a lot of big-time football ahead of us. One of the main reasons I think Gabriel is in this race is because Oklahoma was not supposed to be a top-ranked team this season. They were supposed to be top 25, but they were not supposed to be a top-five program. They were projected to have a couple losses on the season. They weren't projected to win the Big 12, let alone come close to stiffing the college football playoffs. With Gabriel at the helm, Oklahoma is off to a perfect 6-0 start. And of course, he just led the Oklahoma Sooners to a massive victory over Texas. That game right there, him winning that game, is the most impressive win any of these quarterbacks have right now. And the one thing that I really like about Gabriel, and one thing I think can boost his Heisman candidacy, I'll get to more points later, but specifically sticking with what I just said, is the fact that USC and Washington were supposed to be top-ranked programs this year. They were both supposed to be top 10 teams. Oklahoma was not. So the fact that Oklahoma is here now means that Gabriel is doing more with less expected production. He took an Oklahoma team that I think opened the season ranked 19th or 21st, 
and made them, I believe, top five now after beating Texas, that says something. Where where USC and Washington are where they were supposed to be. Oklahoma and Gabriel are exceeding expectations, which to me is more impressive than matching your expectations for your team. Because without Gabriel, Oklahoma is not where they are. And not that USC and Washington would be either without their quarterbacks. But again, Oklahoma wasn't supposed to be here. USC and Washington were supposed to be here. So what I what else I think is very favorable for Gabriel over Williams and Penix is the remaining schedule. Oklahoma plays UCF, Kansas, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, and TCU to round out their season. There is a very good chance they go undefeated this year. And if they do, Oklahoma is undefeated and in the college football playoffs. That gives Gabriel a major boost to lead an undefeated season, to get to the college football playoffs, And if that happens, if they win out from here on out, which I think they will based off the schedule I just read you, he is putting up some more incredible numbers the rest of the season. So you've got great numbers. You have an undefeated season, a conference championship or conference champion, and you're in the college football playoffs. That's a pretty good Heisman resume right there. I like his chances to go undefeated more so than I like Cable Williams or Michael Penick's chances to go undefeated. USC and Caleb Williams have Notre Dame this Saturday, and then they also have notable games against Utah, Washington, Oregon, and UCLA. Notre Dame, Utah, Washington, Oregon, and UCLA is a gauntlet that USC has to go through, and none of those are easy wins. Those will all be teams who think they can beat USC, and USC is going to have to bring their A game every single week if they want to get through that Let's not even say without a loss. Let's say with one loss. They have to bring their A game every single week in that gauntlet right there. Penix and Washington get Oregon this weekend, and we know how good Oregon is. And then they have the pleasure of facing USC, Utah, Oregon State, and Washington State this year, all teams that are ranked in the top 25. So when we look at those three schedules, let's take Oklahoma playing UCF, Kansas, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, and TCU. Let's take USC, who gets to play Notre Dame, Utah, Washington, Oregon, and UCLA. And let's take Washington, who gets to play Oregon, USC, Utah, Oregon State, and Washington State. Which schedule do we think is the most favorable for a team that's looking to go undefeated? That would be Oklahoma 10 out of 10 times. I do believe still and I've said this before, that a Pac-12 team will be in the college football playoffs. But I'm not sure any of those teams are going to be undefeated this season. If Oklahoma is undefeated, and both Washington and USC have one loss or even potentially two losses, there's a very compelling case to be made for Dylan Gabriel to be the Heisman Trophy winner. I think if you take a one-loss USC team or a one-loss Washington team and put them in the college football playoffs— and you have an undefeated Oklahoma team in the college football playoffs, the Heisman, if the numbers are comparable between Gabriel or whatever Pettix or Williams makes the college football playoffs, I think the Heisman has to go to Gabriel there. And there's also a chance Gabriel can be in the college football playoffs, and both Caleb Williams and Michael Pettix get outsed by Oregon, and neither of them are in the college football playoffs. So then you have a very strong case, and that could lead Bo Nix to being more of a Heisman candidate as well, but... I do think that Gabriel will jump Bo Nix eventually in this in these rankings. 
uh, just because Oregon, they'll run the ball a lot. I don't think Bo Nix is going to have to do as much. But there's a very good chance that Dylan Gabriel will have the best overall resume out of all of these Heisman candidates when it's all said and done. And like I said, that's a huge boost to him winning the Heisman Trophy. So while it may look to Vegas like a two-man race right now, as I mentioned, there's that big drop-off between two and three, and an even bigger drop-off between two and Dylan Gabriel, there's a lot of football left to be played this year. I think Dylan Gabriel has a great chance to end up being the Heisman winner, but there are, of course, other names who can creep into the conversation with a big second-half push. Like I said, I mean, if, if Oregon goes undefeated and Bo Nix puts up some crazy numbers and he's in the college football playoffs, yeah, he's a great candidate as well. If Jordan Travis and FSU end up in the college football playoffs, Jordan Travis is going to have a great case for himself as well. But I do really think it's Penix, Williams, or Gabriel that's going to walk away with it. And I think there's a very compelling case for Dylan Gabriel to be that guy, especially at plus 1,200 odds right now, because Vegas is not saying that he's got a great shot to be the Heisman Trophy winner, but I disagree with that. And I listed out those reasons to you. So while it might be a two-man race right now, Dylan Gabriel has a great chance to end up being your Heisman Trophy winner. It's going to be a big second half push. It's going to be exciting, and I can't wait to see how all of this plays out. So that's going to round out today's episode. A quick one, but I wanted to talk about this very interesting Heisman Trophy race and how I think that Dylan Gabriel has a very, very realistic shot that many people are overlooking to actually win the Heisman Trophy this year with Oklahoma. So, as always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you right back here next week on the Sean's Take Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sean's Take Podcast, and make sure to join Sean's Take on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.